I come to announce to you there is about to be a resurrection for somebody. When you don't exercise your faith, it will not be strong. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We must continue to be hearing the word of God. This is Get Connected with Bishop Israel Adey Ajala. Welcome to another edition of Get Connected. This is going to be a very special edition as we continue on the topic of the Great Exchange. But in addition, we have a very special guest, Dr. Alice Ajem from Houston, Texas. Dr. Alice Ajem, welcome to Get Connected. Thank you so very much for having me. Dr. Ajim, can you share just a little bit about your ministry and what God has you doing in Houston, Texas? Well, praise God. Uh, Pastor Ayer and I pastor Grace International Church in Houston, Texas, uh, with locations in New York, a Spanish and an English congregation. Yeah. Uh, we also uh, are actively involved in the practice of medicine. Uh, we do run freestanding emergency rooms, Grace Emergency Room, mm -hmm. and uh, medical practice offices. And in a nutshell, that's what we're up to in Houston. Oh, that is so exciting. So you are both a medical doctor and in ministry. Correct. What a great combination. Well, as you can see, this is going to be an awesome edition of Get Connected, and it is my honor and privilege to introduce to you today, Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. Amen. Dr. Alice, we are, we are so grateful that you are able to come to speak to us. Actually, to our listeners, uh, Dr. Alice is here, speak, I mean, she came here to speak at our women's conference. Fantastic yes. time, fantastic yes. time. It was great. And I'm asking that you can call the church, 720-859-1737, and just order a tape or whatever. But the easiest way to get what we do at Kingdom Connection is to download the app, Adea Jala Ministries app, whether it is Google or whether it is Apple. Once you download the app and it gives you an automatic reminder and it gives you a live and also archived messages from Kingdom Connection. It's the easiest. If you go to YouTube, you still need to be searching which date. But if you have our app, you can go specifically what day you want to listen to. And that's why we encourage you get the app. And for those of you listening to us on radio, we want you to know that we love you. We are praying for you. Uh, we start a series this month called The Great Exchange. The Great Exchange. And uh, the scripture that I am, I believe God put on my mind and my heart is 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. The Bible says, God made him who had no sin to be seen, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. We become the righteousness of God because God made him who knew no sin. That is the great exchange. I am sure that, uh, you know, we've all enjoyed 
the benefit of what Jesus did for us on the cross. One of the things that Dr. Alice was sharing with us during this conference is, I know who I am. And he began to, she began to explain to us the importance of being confident in who you are as Christians. Now, doctor, I, I noticed that a lot of Christians don't even know who they are. Could you just you know, you know, explain to our uh, audience again the, 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 the real benefit of believers knowing who they are in Christ? I think one of the most important things is the issue of identity. Yes. Uh, in order for me to be able to accomplish and fulfill whatever life is about, I have to, first of all, identify my source. I have to identify myself positionally. In order, if, if I stood before an elevator, you'd often see a sign that says, you are here. In order to decide which way I go in that building, I want to be able to look at a map and first, I, the, the GPS does the same thing too. First, it starts out by identifying where you are in order to make a decision as to where you ought to be or where you're going. Many walk around in life without a realization of where, who they are, where they're from, and what they're here for. And I think it all ties in in the great exchange. Yes. Uh, Jesus, who knew no sin, stripped himself of divinity, mm. made himself of mere humanity, mm. uh, came in the womb of, uh, uh, of a woman, a design that was from the foundation of the earth. Yes. And in so doing, made an exchange, his untainted blood, in order to make remission for us. His blood, when I say untainted, the best description I can give as a medical doctor, the best and closest description I can give to anyone, is the description of a mother who's carrying a, a baby of a certain blood type. In God's design, when he promised in, the, in, in Genesis that he will, the, he will bruise his heel, and talked about the seed of the woman. Mm. One of the things that was done from there would be that in the design of the womb of the woman, right from the foundation, it was designed such that when this exchange was to take place, the blood of the divine will not mix with the tainted blood of humanity. Mm. A baby in the mother of a womb can be one blood type. And when that baby is born, if you took the blood of that baby, mm and put it in the mother, you'll kill the mother. Mm. If you took the blood of the baby and put it in that same baby that she's been carrying, you kill the baby. It's in the closest description scientifically, the placental fetal barrier is one of a similar design. Mm. I believe when Jesus came to make this exchange mm. and came into the womb of God, man came into humanity. God had designed the womb of the woman that the blood of the divine will not have any taint from the sinful contamination of humanity. And so this exchange was, was planned right from Genesis, from the foundation, that when he came, humanity and the deliverance of humanity was with a, a pure blood. Jesus, who knew no sin. So even though he hid in that womb, when he presented his blood, it was pure and untainted. Wow. A, 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 a mystery, a mystery yeah. that, you know, in medicine, we're just beginning to uncover that which is in the slightest inkling close mm. to what he did. 
And in so doing, we have the right mm. to now stand before God yeah. as though we were never tainted to mm. start yeah. with. Amen. We are the righteousness Amen. of God in Amen. Christ Amen. Jesus. Amen. Sin has no power Hallelujah. over us. Yes. yes. Praise yes. Amen. You know, Dr. It's, it's amazing how science, when we go into it deeper, we realize science supports scripture. Oh, yes. Science, anybody that goes into science, we eventually realizing he will find himself supporting scriptures. Like the blood of the baby in the womb of the mother does not mix. It's not, the, I mean, with the, that of the mother. That's a scientific fact, and yet it has been before science started. Now, I want us to look at the issue of righteousness because the Bible says God made him who knew no sin. I hear this. It didn't say he made him to be sinner. He said he made him to be sin. sin. So it didn't say Jesus sinned. He said he made him who knew no sin to be sin. We were sinners, but he made Christ to be sin, that we might become the righteousness of God. In the Old Testament, righteousness in an accounting term is imputed or was imputed to the children of Israel. It was put into their account. Well, in the New Testament, after Christ died and rose again, Christ became our righteousness. So when it's not something they just put on our account. God appeared as our righteousness. So, so as long as God, I mean, Jesus is there, our righteousness is there. Yeah. Now, uh, please help me explain more to our listener from your understanding of it. Why is it that many Christians still carry this um, sin consciousness? rather than righteousness, consciousness? Well, one of the things that I'll say is uh, it's a battlefield in the mind. Mm. Uh, the mind is in the citadel of your soul. And whatever happens or experientially here is totally dependent on how much of that mind becomes renewed mm. through the word of God. You know, what's incredible is that many Christians live life. Romans 12 said by the renewal of your mind, not by the removal of your mind. Mm -hmm. Many yeah. behave as if the mind has no role in this. Mm -hmm. It is pertinent for the child of God to consistently, daily, that's why I say he's beholding the word of God. You mm -hmm. know what the word of God does? Mm -hmm. He says, put it before your eyes. Mm -hmm. I used to wonder when scripture said, put the word before, do not let it depart from mm -hmm. your eyes. I used to wonder that how do I drive if my Bible was, you know, put the word <laughs> yeah, in yeah, front yeah, of your yeah. eyes? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And, then I, and then it dawned on me, let me borrow that also, yes. that what the Bible did was what this lens does for yes, you. Yes. When we look into the word of God, yes. our human perspective, the Bible says, is not in comparison to God, our wisdom is foolishness. Yes. And what the scripture does, when the Bible says, put it before your eyes, it's like the spectacles. The spectacles help you see better. Yes. You put it on, you could see clearer yes. what you did not see before. Mm -hmm. So when you put it on constantly, yes. it yeah. helps you see a perspective beyond the levels of your human limitations. Yes. And so God's word, it's a constant process of a mind renewal 
that brings the believer or the child of God to that point where our confidence in him is built, that I am who he says I am, mm. and my belief sh should be more of him, and the word of God should be the final arbiter in all matters of life and conduct, mm. as, to, as opposed to believing every other perspective yeah. or yes. every other lie. Yes. Amen. Amen. I also Amen. noticed that a lot of Christians spend very little time with the word of God. But they they spend so much time among the word within the word or in the word that does not build their faith. Sure. Uh, and and many like I said I think last week that an average Christian in America spend an average, I mean, a Christian, average Christian in America read their Bible only 15 minutes in a week. 15 minutes. <laughs> That's if, a lot of credit. Yeah, 15 <laughs> minutes. Uh, uh, and, uh, and now, because of iPhone, IDs, IDAT, you, this, you, that, even pastors don't even read their Bible no more. And, and it's so evident when I listen to messages that people are preaching. Or this prophet saying, God told him, to which I say, in what language? English, French, Japanese? You know, it, my call is this. Go back to the word of God. Go back to it. You can never go wrong. You right. can never go wrong. If you don't have understanding, ask God for understanding. Your faith will not develop by listening to 6 o'clock news. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing yeah, by, by the, the word, word of God. God. Now, doctor, I don't know about Texas, but I know in Colorado, a lot of people will spend so much time among junk word during the week. And they want the pastor to do a miracle by giving them 30 minute pep talk on Sunday. And they want a change. Will that happen? Well, it's, it's, it's our generation. <laughs> We're in a generation of everything, give it to me real fast. Right. We want microwavable popcorn. Yes. Or, you know, everything's got to be, you know, on the double, on the mm -hmm. speed. I wish there was a way to get the word of God on the double also. <laughs> <laughs> but reality is transformation through the word of God is a process that takes time. Amen. First, you have to put yourself in an atmosphere where you are soaked and are capable of receiving the word of God. The Bible says, forsaking not the gathering uh, together with the children of the saints. Mm -hmm. To be candid, uh, I think these days COVID has given, it has become mm. an excuse for many. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it has become oh, an excuse. Yes. I see people, I wish there were videos to see what people do at home when they supposedly <laughs> are watching from home. Mm -hmm. From, oh, the doggy. Uh, yes. The, the, yes. You could literally look at the, I, I had somebody call me yesterday. <laughs> she was technical support and the baby's crying and the doggy's making noise and she's stopping <laughs> to feed the baby and yeah. all the distraction that you're yeah. getting at home. Mm -hmm. But we all I tell myself, you know, I'm, I'm hooking on from home. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. If you do need to stay home for whatever reason, please do just stay home. But let's not let the lie, let's not sink our teeth into the lie of the enemy. Mm -hmm. You ought to be in God's word, mm -hmm. in person, you know, avail yourself to constant listening to his word, studying the word of God. There's nothing that could replace that. 
Dr. Alice and Bishop, thank you so much for these profound words that literally have the power to change our lives. Thank you so much. We'll be back with more after these announcements. If you are in need of food, join us for our community food bank held here at Kingdom Connection Christian Center every Thursday from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. All are welcome. Our September oil change will take place on Friday, September 24th at 7 p.m. You do not want to miss this special anointing service with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala and guest minister Bishop Ojo. Bishop and Dr. Ajem, this has been such an enlightening time with you in the Word. Um, however, my heart and my mind goes to those listeners who sometimes call and email us and share that they don't feel worthy of the great exchange. They don't feel that they know who they are in Christ because of sin, because of past life experiences, or because of simply believing the enemy and who he says they are. What would you share with them in order for them to know who they are and to fully experience the great exchange? Well, there's an accuser of the brethren, mm. you know. Uh, his role has always been from time immemorial to condemn. But there's a God that convicts us of sin. There's a spirit of God that's given to us that gives us a conviction of sin, of judgment, and of righteousness. righteousness. Yes. See, we often will, many people are more able to reckon with the conviction of sin, of judgment, but we leave out the part of the conviction of, of righteousness. righteousness. My right standing with him is just as relevant. I remember a young lady once that had uh, come to us and she took a, a test, a board examination, and she didn't do well at the first attempt. And her immediate action was burst in tears. Could it be because I had my daughter out of wedlock? Mm -hmm. Her daughter, by the way, was about 15 years old. Wow. So for 15 years yes. of your life, you have come to Christ and you're still carrying the burden and the yes. guilt, telling yourself that I did something wrong and so God is mad at me. I want to remind you that the Bible says he's removed your sins as far as the east is from the west. Yes. He's buried it in the depths of the sea. Mm -hmm. You see, God, when he says he does not remember it no more, mm -hmm. he doesn't. Mm -hmm. Our confidence in him is this very fact that we have an advocate, Jesus yes. Christ, who stands and mediates between our sin. And God, who is all righteous. Mm. And the great exchange here mm. is that he has made that exchange. So no longer uh, should I be bound with sin. Mm. I am liberated. Liberty means I am at liberty. You see, we mistaken that liberty to mean I can do anything that I like. Right. Mm -hmm. Licensure. Some have taken it to licensure. No, it does not mean that I'm in, the righteousness of God does not give me the liberty to do just anything that I like. What it does is to give me the empowerment 
to do what I ought to do. Amen. See, there are people who know what to do. Yeah. But you see, they know they shouldn't be smoking that leaf, but a leaf has begun to control their lives. Yes. And tell them, come on, come on, come on, come smoke mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Come on, come on, go pawn yes. your, your grandmother who suffered and put you through school. Go pawn her TV so you can get me Mr. Leaf. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's to understand that in accordance with God's word, if you literally have to speak it to yourself, sometimes when the enemy comes, do what Jesus did. Mm. He spoke right back. Yes. <laughs> you see, speak right back. Yeah. It, it, he would often come in your thoughts. I believe in this That's lady, true. it's like a thought. Mm. You know, the Bible says, God, who sees your thoughts from mm. afar off? That's before the thoughts even make it to your head. God saw it. And I believe if you have the spirit of God, he has the counteracting word to speak back at him. You see, a bird, when it comes to words or thoughts that begin to form in your mind, the Bible says, take not, don't take the thought. Mm-hmm. Casting mm-hmm. down every imagination. Yes. Yeah. It's like a bird. A bird has a right to fly over your head and mm-hmm. poop. You can control that. Mm-hmm. But you have yeah. a right to stop it from building a nest on your head. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so in the same way, when a That's thought a comes, you, if it came, you cannot control it coming. Mm-hmm. You can't yes. control it coming, but you can control it from settling mm. and sitting in there. Yes. So don't take that thought. Let the devil know who you are and walk in your righteousness. Amen. 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 You know, a lot of times we think of righteousness as I am doing the right thing all the time. The Bible says no matter how, walk, how right you are walking, your righteousness outside of what Christ did on the cross is filthy rags. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I always, as those of you that listen to me know, I am always particular about pastors. You know why I always address you, pastors? We are the molders of people's thinking. Mm-hmm. America got to where America is today. Because, not because sinners sin, is because of saints who ain't. It's because of (laughs) saints who are messing up the mind of sinners and making them to be more stubborn or giving them condemnation and using the name of the Lord. If we want revival in our country, we must remember that when Christ came, he didn't bring a declaration of new war. In fact, he was a man of sorrow who brought peace. He was a man of sorrow who brought joy. And when he was living, he commended into his disciples good news, not bad news. Good, bad news is I was a sinner. That's bad news. Good news is I'm now a saint. How did that happen? Through Christ. Bad news is I'm broke. Good news is my God will supply yeah. all my needs <laughs> according to his riches in glory yes. by Christ Jesus. Yes. Bad news is, doctor said, I have sickness in my body. The good news is, the Bible says, by his stripes, I, I am healed. healed. You see, we were called and we are still called to be messengers of good news. Now, good news cannot be selective. It cannot just be selective Good news for certain people that look certain way right. is good news to all. Right. Right. If you are not preaching good news to all, yeah. you are own, you form your own gospel. Yeah. 
And I'm saying, because God kept saying to me, son, revival is coming to America. Amen. Revival Amen. is coming. Yes. He said, my pastors, my preachers, all you title holders in the church, you will get to the point that you are tired of it, that you will run back to the, to the God of all mercy. And you will say, it's me, oh Lord, you know, standing in the need of prayer. Not the politicians, not the, the people who are sinners out there. He who sins is a sinner. <laughs> and sinners sin. Our job is to make them realize there is an alternative, not by threatening them. You know, if we are not careful, we will become Christian Talibans. Yes. Because the essence of those mm -hmm. Taliban is they are enforcing the power right. of their powerless God. But my God is powerful. Amen. You That's see, right. my God is so powerful that he uses a raw egg to crack a kernel to shame his stone. Mm -hmm. That's how powerful he is. He doesn't need me to condemn another person right. before that person comes to know him. He will reveal himself to you. Yes. Doctor, please close us with a word to our people here and all over the world about the importance of them realizing that righteousness is a gift that God has given them. Yes. If you had to pay for the gift, if you had to work for the gift, if you had to earn a gift, then it's no longer a gift. It's a reward. It's a reward. It's a paycheck. Freely given and it is freely received. The gift of Christ and what he did on the cross of Calvary is just simple as it is. Come as you are. You don't have to clean yourself. You couldn't get yourself clean enough. You don't have to prepare yourself. Just come as you are. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. Not tomorrow. Don't delay. I wish I could have guaranteed you that there's a tomorrow. But you know what? In accordance with his word, you simply come. And it's an exchange. Exchange all of your pain, all of your sorrow, all of your sickness, yes. all of your negativity. And receive his redeeming power. Amen. And see your life take a transforming direction through the power of Jesus Christ. Amen. Just Amen. go ahead and pray over them. Pray over our listeners. Pray over them as we, we go. We have one less than one minute to take it. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bless you. And I thank you for everyone that has listened. I thank you for your power, your potency that is released today in the name of Jesus. If there be any that does not know you, today is the start of a new day, a new life in them in the name of Jesus. If there be any that is sick, Father, we thank you for your healing balm. Lord, I thank you that any that has received the negative news, Father, you are able to rectify. We bless you and we honor you for what you're going to do in America. Revival that is coming. We glorify you, Father God, for you are the God of, of all things. Yes, We give you praise, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us. This has been a presentation of the radio ministry of Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. For more information, contact Bishop Israel Ade Ajala by email at info at kcconline.org or by phone at 720-859-1737.